Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and open and honest uh, you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. So good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Susan and Barbara. How are you doing, Susan? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I am wonderful, thank you. I'm in the Chicago area, Chicago, Illinois. Ah. Interesting. Wonderful. Executive coach, author, and podcast host of The Visibility Factor, Susan M. Barber specializes in helping people think bigger and build confidence so they can be visible in their careers. And I think your mission to elevate your position in the, in the workplace is just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Susan. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Uh, most of my clients are business leaders in the corporate space. Uh, they work really hard. They're trying to do everything that they can to get ahead and they keep getting stuck and they're not sure why. And most of the time that comes down to the limiting beliefs that they have in their head. They don't think they're good enough. They don't think they're smart enough, don't have enough experience. And so they kind of get stuck and they're not really sure what's happening or how to get past that situation mm -hmm. and really have the success that they want. Can you can you share a little um, an um, an example of what uh, of these challenges when they feel stuck? Oh sure, please. Thank yeah, you. it's my own example. Uh, I definitely went through <laughs> it myself. I thought I was doing all the right things. I was in a leadership program. I was considered a high potential and uh, doing all the right things I thought, but I got a little complacent and I was sitting in the back of the room in meetings. I wasn't adding any value. I wasn't really taking the opportunities to get in front of leadership and show them what I could do. And mm. so someone gave me some feedback and said, Hey, you're not being very visible. <laughs> you need to mm. do something more for us to be able to see that you can, you know, take on the next step. And so that for me was a big aha moment. And that started the journey for me of learning how to be visible in my own authentic way, not bragging uh, that I, that was mm. all I saw at that point in life. And so I learned how to do it for myself. And now that is my mission is to teach others how to do it in their own authentic way. Wonderful mission that is. So thank you for sharing <laughs> that. <laughs> so the last time I checked, we're all humans. So what are the common mistakes mm -hmm. your clients typically make when trying to solve uh, these kinds of problems? I think for a lot of people, you know, performance is what they start out doing well, right? They're individual contributors, they do things well, and so they get promoted and they don't recognize the fact that the expectations change as you go higher in the organization. You're expected to do more, you're expected to be more visible, and you're expected to get your team visibility too, not just yourself. And so for, for them, they keep trying to do the same things and it's not working and they don't understand why. And so most of the time it comes down to imposter syndrome in their head, limiting beliefs that they have, a little bit of fear. Uh, no one wants to fail. And so they just keep trying to do the same things and keep getting stuck. And they're just not sure how to proceed from there at that point. 
Yeah, they 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 overcome this uh, the same. They need to have that same aha moment that you had, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, of exactly. course. We're just delivering aha moments, so that's how all the business we're mm -hmm. in. <laughs> so yes. before I ask Susan, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, um, Sue, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with these kinds of challenges? Well, one of the things that I do with my clients is for those people who are struggling with imposter syndrome is to start to identify what those thoughts are in their head that are holding them back and keeping them small. And when we understand what those thoughts are, some of those might be things like I mentioned already, you know, I don't think I have the right skill set. I'm not experienced enough. I don't know enough. Understanding what those are first and then taking them and turning them from that negative place to a positive place. Mm -hmm. So for your audience, if they could just jot down five or 10, you know, limiting beliefs that they might have and turn them into something positive. So an example mm -hmm. might be, uh, I don't think that I'm smart enough to do this role change it to, I am smart enough to do this role and I'm going to figure out how to make it really great. And I'm going to leverage all the people in my world to help me. So something that really feels empowering and it doesn't feel like a negative just starts moving them in the right direction. Mm. Very helpful indeed. <laughs> so I want to give you also the opportunity and platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that, but also um, in a broader sense. Yeah, I think my podcast is uh, a great place for people to go. I, I'm, I just recorded my 80th episode, which has been great. And mm. it's been a lot of fun uh, to do that. So I do some solo episodes, but I also do interviews with people talking about their own visibility journey. I talk about my own uh, pretty vulnerably most of the time and then share the things that I've learned along the way. And it's a great way. There's an episode for each imposter syndrome type that I have in the book and a lot of different topics around career transition and just mm. the things that I'm experiencing with clients. I usually try to talk because that means somebody needs to hear it. So that's that's my best episodes uh, for you to take advantage of and learn from. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Of course, we will put everything in the show notes, but now I'm curious. Great. So how many are there? How many imposter scenarios are there? Oh, well, uh, I have six in the book that I identified right. and uh, I take through a client as they go through their different journey of imposter syndrome and how it happens for them. And what's interesting to me is, you know, I've had all six at different times in my career and it just depends what you're doing. Most of the time it shows up when you're taking on a new role or doing something you haven't done before, mm -hmm. you know, all those thoughts are just trying to keep you safe. And the sooner you recognize that it's just trying to keep you safe and it's not trying to hurt you, uh, it's much more easy to take away that power that it has over you and be able to move forward. And visibility means it uh, is the opposite of feeling too safe, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yes. All right. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? So I don't know if everyone in your audience uh, necessarily identifies as an introvert or they may or may not work remotely, but that's usually a question I get. Uh, when I'm speaking, because the world has changed a lot. A lot of people are working remotely now. And 
I think for introverts, it's really hard to be visible. It's one of the things they try to avoid at all costs. And I definitely recognize that I have that as well. And so for me, it was learning the opportunity to just take advantage of one-on-one conversations. You can be visible in those moments, but preparing in advance for questions that you might need to ask in a meeting, thinking about comments you can make to other people's questions, uh, finding ways to really be prepared in any moment that you can share some things that you're doing. Because what I want people to take away from this is that visibility is simply sharing information about what you're doing. And it's not bragging. It's just a way for you to talk about the things that you're doing. So you can do that remotely. You can do that in person. You can take people to lunch. Any way that you can make that work where you can work in opportunities to just share what you're doing, that's how people start to see you differently. Well, preparation is, is uh, I, I love that you highlight uh, the, the point of preparation because it's it's really the key point uh, to feel safer and to get into mm -hmm. this. And uh, just and at one point, you will enjoy the visibility, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I promise. It gets so much better. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better from there, <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wonderful. So, so this brings me already to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? I love this question. No one's ever asked me something like this before, so I love this question. <laughs> I have been really working hard to create experiences with my family, and it may not look like what everyone else's experiences look like, but I want to spend time with each of them one-on-one. -on -one. I think, you know, as a family, we spend a lot of time together, but I've worked really hard to try to find ways to spend time with those individuals, and so I took one of my daughters to Colorado to hike because that's what she loves to do. I took my other daughter to uh, the Formula One race in Austin, Texas, because that's what she wanted to do. And my husband and I just went to a concert recently, which was great. So uh, my son is next on the list. So I have to find something fun that he would like to do and just spend time with them. Because I think, you know, we we can spend money on a lot of things, but creating memories, I think, is what I've really tried to focus on and just having that time and space with them to do that. Mm, beautiful. I'm bathing in goosebumps <laughs> right now. Thank you, Susan. This is amazing. <laughs> and what a great way to end this call. And so thank you, Susan, for this beautiful goosebumps moment. And also thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.